welcomes to episode two of the Dingus Hour. I am your host, Spencer Bozzini, and David just cooked a bunch of peppers uh, that are really hot <coughs> for the apartment. Because <coughs> nice and uh, nice and <coughs> spicy. So uh, I do not have the COVID. It I, I promise you that it's just these spicy peppers. But uh, if you're back, I appreciate you coming back. Um, I had a lot of fun last week recording this, and this week's episode is going to be just as fantastic. So I figure uh, we can jump right into it and get into the animal fact of the day. <laughs> so uh, this week's animal fact is about the spotted hyena, uh, a fantastic, beautiful animal. Uh, but why I wanted to talk about the spotted hyena is that uh, females have a pseudo penis or a penile clitoris. So basically, they have a penis. They have a vagina. It looks like a penis. So it's pretty wild. Um, so this makes it nearly impossible for them to differentiate between the sexes. So it's even possible for females to achieve erections. Their external labia are fused together and form a pseudoscrotum. <laughs> so as you can imagine, when they have sex, it's not that simple. Uh, the female must first retract her penile clitoris into her own body. Think about turning like a sock inside out at this point. Uh, the male can only insert his penis once the female has tucked in her pseudo penis inside of her body. Uh, so... They also have to give birth through these pseudo-penises. Uh, but the reasoning behind female-spotted hyenas having these penises is that uh, hypothesis do suggest that uh, the structure evolved uh, pretty much in for a social context. Um, that the extremely masculi masculinized genitalia of these ladies is an evolutionary byproduct resulting from a possession of androgens and testosterone. Uh, so the sexual mimicry hypothesis suggests that the pressure for females to appear as male is the greatest at early stages of a female's life. Uh, so ladies, if any of you out there has a pseudo penis, hit me up. Let me know how this goes. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> that was your animal fact of the day. <laughs> the other thing I want to get into before we start the pod is we actually have our first sponsor. And I was very surprised. Uh, it's actually a body spray. Um, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a weird body spray. I mean, they sent me the trailer uh, to play over uh, before we kind of get rolling here. So... Um, guess we'll we'll shout it out to this week's sponsor here so Introducing Coochie, 
a big spend. For him, for her, for whoever the fuck you love this holiday season, get them some Gucci. Coochie body spray. But my next guest, ladies and gentlemen, is a really good friend of mine. I'd put her in the top three uh, with David. Uh, but we've been through a lot together. We've worked in uh, two restaurants together. We've just been through a lot together. So she's a gem. She's the love of my life. Uh, everybody, I'd like to introduce you to Danica. Hi. Hi, Danny. How are you doing this I'm evening? good, Spencer. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. We've had a great hour of having a few shots and um chipotle chipotle and dominoes and just a little mukbang and just we had fun it was it was great but what what are you looking at me for i still think mukbang is porn but Muk- it's fine. no no <laughs> it's 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 when they it's when they eat the massive ma- i'm sorry i don't i don't hope you no it's when they eat the massive amounts of foods and they talk shit about each other oh and yeah, they just yeah, yeah. So it's all good. It's all good in the hizzy hood. But um, I guess th- how Danica and I met each other here is I was, this was at the first restaurant I worked at, Chevy's. And Chevy's was a, they didn't even describe it as Mexican food. It was, it was uh, fresh Mex, not quite Tex Mex, <laughs> but fresh Mex. Fresh Mex. So pretty much, um, you can think of it as fresh Tex-Mex. Yeah, like on the border, um, like enchiladas and um, just just like microwave Mexican food, pretty much. Border um, wings. Border. Yeah, they served buffalo. W- when they serve buffalo wings at a Mexican restaurant, you're not at a Mexican. And they were called border wings. On yeah, the menu. we had a burger on the menu at one point for the for the gringos. Oh, yeah, the new menu. Yeah. The new menu. Yeah, I remember we had that burger there and. I got a lot of shit for that because they were like, what the fuck is this? This isn't a Mexican restaurant. So this isn't authentic. So, but, um, I, the first day that Danica worked there, I was up rolling silverware and we were with, um, we had this little like landing area where we'd go up and we'd take our breaks. We'd just charge our jewels. We'd, uh, (laughs) (laughs) did you ever find the jewel chargers up there? Uh, yeah, because Joey always had them. Yeah, Joey. Shout out to Joey. I always saw a little jewel, like, poking through the wall. Yeah, they'd, they'd charge their jewels upstairs. And mm-hmm. um, Danica was training, and she walked up there, and I was, like, I was smitten. I was, like, instantly smitten when this girl, like, walked up there. It was, like, this this just beautiful girl with freckles and just all around just, like, good energy. And I was, like, God! How gorgeous is this lady? I remember when I came in to interview, it was you and Danielle. Yes, that's right. And I had a fat crush on Danielle, and then I m- immediately switched over to you. Because mm-hmm. it was, like, during lunchtime, so the only people there, really, was just you and Danielle. And I remember you from, like, yeah, when I interviewed. Yeah, and uh, but Danielle didn't like it that I switched over my attention to you. <laughs> It's okay, because I did give Danielle all my attention. Yeah, that's right. You you got hired and gave Danielle all the attention. and mm-hmm. um, But, yeah, I just had a fat crush on you. and um, yeah, I was going to get sushi with you. So let's hang out. Let's go get sushi. Yeah, we got sushi, and then I was, like, awkward, and I was like, let's compare hand sizes. And you were like, is this a date? <laughs> 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 I 
I said, I am gay. That's right. You said, I am gay. And I, I, for some reason, and this is when I was like 19, and this is, this is the first time I fell in love with a gay woman. I recently fell in love with another. I think Spencer just didn't hear that part. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hear that. And I mean, like Danny has like a beautiful equal sign on her um, arm. I don't know. Is it arm? What, what part is it? Yeah, it's on my arm. Is there a certain no, bicep? <laughs> So I'm like, my 10-inch cock! Like, I just fucking... Um, but no, you just... Um, I think we just instantly clicked, and we were starting to hang out a lot, and... I mean, um, clearly, that was like, what, 2017? <laughs> we're still here. You're still here for some reason, yeah. Um, but we we basically just... I don't know, we just got off to a good start, and I think I was just... Yeah, I want to say a good start. <laughs> like a year later we finally were like all right i can put up with this kid yeah you you just i think i was just like so smitten over you and i just um you yeah got some people to hate me i did yeah tiana yelled at me once for leading you on <gasps> Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn, Tiana loved me though. Mm-hmm. Tiana was like I know and I felt awful cuz I love Tiana. Tiana, if you're listening to this, I want you on the podcast so bad. I miss you so much and I haven't <laughs> come seen Come back from Russia. Come back from Okay, so we worked with Okay, off off topic here. We worked with this bartender named Tiana who was this little blonde spunky chick just fucking tough as nails. Absolutely adored this woman. Instantly had a crush on her. Instant Oh my god, she was the cutest, just funniest little fucking lady. Like, and <laughs> she, she would, um, she bartended, and like one of, one of the best nights I remember with Tiana was when we had the host, um, that Sanders, that was oh m- making the tortillas. So it was Sanders last night. Oh, it was. Last it was? Night, so he really didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> so she was bartending, and I remember like. He was expoing, and he kept having to go out to make tortillas. And so when you came. when you expo, this means so at at Chevy's when you expo, it was you get the food ready, and you also go make tortillas for the chefs <laughs> if they need them. You do anything anybody needs. You do yeah, basically <laughs> you're like everyone's bitch, bitch that night. You make the <laughs> chips, you make, you get the food ready, you do everything. Yeah. So, so Tiana is bartending <laughs> in the window. So there's. There's the bartending window that le- opens to the kitchen. And basically, you would hand the bartender the food to deliver to the person. Mm-hmm. And I – and, yeah, so Tiana, I remember we were all working that night, mm-hmm. too. And her tots were up in the window. It was just, like – this was, like, the third time. Like, her food kept coming up, and he just kept leaving it in the window because it was full of food bartenders. I don't know why he wasn't running it. But uh, through the, like, little bartender window, you can see the expo line. And so she would lean over and look into the kitchen, and she could see that her food was up. And <laughs> I remember she just screamed at him and was like, what did she say? Sanders, get my fucking tots! They're ready! <laughs> She's like, why are my tots sitting in the fucking window? <laughs> <laughs> she just, she was, she was so full of spunk, and she was just... She's such a great lady, and I hope she's doing well, and um, I miss her. But back to us, I guess. So... Um, yeah, it took like a year. It was very rocky. Uh, but I don't know. Now it's like, you're like a sister to me now. And it's like, yeah, sure. I'm always going to love you and have a crush on you. But it's like, you're, you're my, my ride or die at this point. And it's, 
you know, we're always there for each other. For some reason, I keep coming to hang out with you, but I love you. For some reason. <laughs> for some fucking reason. Uh, but I guess, what what can we start with with Chevys? Um, there's just so much with this restaurant. And, like, this I know first restaurant. I know the last episode we talked about our managers. And Danica actually worked at Twigs with us, too, with me and David. But there was so much at Chevy's. And it's like Chevy's was a restaurant where if you could survive there, you, <laughs> you can survive in any other, any other job. And this was my first restaurant job. So I thought this shit was normal. That's right. <laughs> and, and Danica over just fantastic just smart danica so danica was so usually when you got hired at twi- at chevy's you would be a host for like mm-hmm. six months before you could serve danica was a host for three weeks <laughs> before she moved up and inside i was like thanks to kalina yeah uh kalina great lady um manager um she was she was mean she was basically like the hillary clinton of the restaurant she was like she hated all the boys she she loved all the girls she liked me though because i kissed her ass constantly three sons so maybe that did make sense yeah i got that (laughs) i mean she 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 literally could not um oh sorry i get so sketched out over everything do do uh but oh i know but it's for better content here so uh kalina was this little short lady and she worked at the restaurant for 20 plus years and i i basically found the way to i had to kiss her ass to make sure she wouldn't i mean she'd still yell at me but she'd be she'd be a lot nicer to me than the other boys are you taking a snapchat of my cute self (laughs) Um, but she basically, um, she would, she, she hated all the men at that job and she loved, she loved all the girls. I mean, everybody loved you, Danica, for, for sure. Uh, but I'm trying to yeah, think. I mean, I didn't know the restaurant world, so I really just like sucked up to everybody, you know, like I just did what I was told. I didn't quite have my attitude yet or didn't let my attitude be known yet Correct. at that point. So yeah, I really won everybody over. Uh, at that time in my life, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you were you were um, definitely uh, quiet. Um, attitude came first. Yes, the attitude came later. That's a great. That's an absolute great point there. Uh, but I just, I think I'm trying to think how to describe it. So I don't even know where we're going with this at this point. I don't either. Uh, but so so management here. So. Obviously, with restaurants, you're going to have a bunch of management turnover. So, are you okay? Do you need, do you need a Tums? Yeah. Stuff stuck in your throat? I, I get that. No homo. <coughs> um, I get that, too. You edit this out? <laughs> yeah, of course. <coughs> you have COVID? Yeah. Here at the, um, the Dingus <laughs> Hour Studios, we have an intense uh, COVID testing I protocol here. Oh, really? I'm just trying to figure it out. Please edit all that out. Sure. I swear to God, if you put that in there, <laughs> You'll murder me? Seriously. Okay. So Danica Thank doesn't... promise. Oh, I got to edit it out. Okay. There we go. I'll remember to edit it out. Um, so management 
basically there was three assistant managers and there was one general manager oh yeah one general manager a kitchen manager and two just like managers exactly exactly so yep so the so the so the one general manager the two assistant managers or yeah two or three assistant managers and then the two kitchen managers so um the general manager was jason who we're going to get into because Mm -hmm. there's quite a bit to talk about jason um the two assistant managers we had god who did we have assistant managers we had like five or six um well ryan and kalina Ryan and Kalina, the ori- the ending ones when I was there. Uh, well, Kalina left, and then it was Savannah. I never met Savannah. Mm. But and then there was Haley, who was before you, and I adored Haley. Haley was like my mother figure. Like Haley, when Haley left, like I cried. Like I I have never been upset when a manager. Oh yeah, because Ryan replaced Haley, right? Because uh, Ryan's first day was my first day, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Exactly like that. Yeah. Like we started the same week because I remember like I was training. He's like, oh, I'm new too. And I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Hi, so, Ryan. so Ryan, we love you, Ryan, if you're there. Uh, so Ryan was this was Ryan is the six rest foot. In <laughs> rest in peace, Ryan. <laughs> R.I.P. my dude, Ryan. Uh, and then Kim was the manager, too. And oh, Ki- yeah. Kim is going to come on the podcast. Kim and I actually talk daily. Uh, my mom. We love Mama Kim. She Momager. Momager. Uh she is such a just a fantastic woman. And milf. we we had um, Kim's a MILF. Fucking MILF, man. <laughs> just like and and she she I mean that in the best way possible. I mean that in not a gross way, but oh, yeah. I everybody has a mom crush on Kim. Every I mean she I, not even a mom crush, when when she comes on the podcast, I mean you folks will know. I mean you you folks will fall in love with her. She's just so she's she is just a a piece of like just you, so wonderful you go to the chicago art museum and there's a kim there's a kim <laughs> exhibit like it's it's just so she's just so gorgeous but um our general manager jason um boy boy oh boy what in spencer's face oh gosh um yes so he <laughs> I got pink eye yeah. from this <laughs> motherfucker. No, not really. Um, so Jason and we we wondered if he had something off about him from the start. And Jason just was this gentleman who didn't gentleman. Really? He was this man who I don't know this being this being who just didn't didn't get social constructs and didn't get just social cues and basically a little bit of a power complex yes yes exactly a power complex exactly where we we think that we're and we'll make we'll make a psychological analysis on jason (laughs) right now but we think he was bullied as a child to the point where he worked at a shitty mexican restaurant and had to bully everyone else in spite of everyone that bullied him as a child um and we just there were multiple incidents where this man would just i mean he there was there was one evening where i mean he he would write you up at the drop of a hat he would oh, just yeah. like for no reason whatsoever just write you up and um 
can't tell you how many times I got written up. I got written up for throwing up once. That's right. That's that's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I threw mean, up and and told him I had to go home, and he wrote me up. But we never, we never. I don't think he actually turned them in. I think he threatened. I think he wrote us up, and then he just like disposed of it because it was usually I like know, a. I had like a fat file. But it was like a three strikes you're out rule for everyone. Yeah, and, and I was like twenty strikes in. Yeah, so I was like, like for some reason, like they like, just kept I am writing not us up. Someone that gets in trouble ever, and I just like can't seem to do right by this man. No, I mean he he would just write us up for no reason, and there was one night where I was just like really upset and like I don't know how, but like he would like get in your head and like ask you questions, and like at the end of it, I started crying, and I was like, he take you back. He would, yeah, exactly. He, he would, would, like, turn it back around on yeah, you. Yeah, he would be, like, a, a FBI mm-hmm. instigator. Where you'd be so sure that, like, he was, like, it's, like, this man is crazy. Like, he has no right. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. And then 10 minutes of a conversation with him, somehow you would think that you're at fault for everything and end up, like, crying and apologizing. <laughs> like, this man was, like, a top-tier gaslighter. Exactly. And he would, he'd get in your head, and there was one night where he just... I, w- I, like, cried in front of him for an hour, and he was like, are you going to be okay? And I said, Jason, I don't know. Like, he would gaslight you to the point where you'd, like, have, like, suicidal thoughts. And Yeah, I was totally losing my mind when I was And there. he, at the end of the conversation, he goes, I feel really bad for you, but I still have to write you up. And I'd be like, fuck <laughs> you, bro. Honestly, like, leaving Chevy's was like getting out of an abusive relationship. Oh, exactly. I mean, you, you had it worse off than me. Like, I actually quit. Like, you... please talk about how you got fired because that was the i quit or talk about the events leading up to it because that was such bullshit well uh i came into work one day uh to work a double i think it was like a thursday or something and i walked in jason's like go up to my office and this is like you know third time this week like i'd already been written up multiple times and i was just getting so fucking sick of this place and it was just going down the drain like no one ever came in anymore so we had no time but to just you know start drama and be pissed with each other pulls me up to the office for like the millionth time that week and uh told me that i had committed coupon fraud (laughs) (laughs) and i said what now (laughs) uh so there was this uh, coupon. It was a five dollar off coupon, and this lady had paid cash. And also, if you work at a restaurant that uses coupons, you need to fucking quit because that's the <laughs> biggest load of like right. capitalistic like pig but bullshit. You know how we would hang up, hang them up on the expo line, and the managers would just grab them like as they walked by mm-hmm. to go like discount them. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'd forgotten about it, or I hung it up there, and uh, no one ever noticed it or something. So it was just like time had passed since that lady had like come and gone, but I already had like. It was cash, so I was able to just, like, cash her out for $5 less um, and then just leave the remainder on the bill or like, like they told us to. They said take the total off that's yeah, for the coupon. Yeah, and he was busy. I don't know. Something happened, but I didn't need a manager to, like, get her $5 off. I just needed it taken off after the fact. Um, and this was, like, a week after this whole coupon bullshit. Like, at the time, nothing had happened. But I just got called in the office one day, and he's like, hey, remember this $5 coupon off last week? I was like, what? Uh, apparently, I'd committed coupon fraud because he couldn't prove that she really had a coupon because she paid cash. That's it. So, at that point. <laughs> That's really it. You have to question the everything. And it's like. He really I just wanted to get me on something. Right. And I think I think that's what he would do. I think he would he'd find people mm-hmm. that would question his. Because I was really done with his shit and he knew it. 
Right, and I, I was at that point too, and I think he, he didn't like people questioning. Oh, that's a cute little Christmas ornament. For me, ornament. I'm gonna put it on my Christmas tree <laughs> for sure. The, the sticky, the backing of a sticker. Um, Stapling. <laughs> uh, anyways, he would basically. It, it it was just shit like that, and he would he he would just write you up for no reason whatsoever, and it was so. It it, it blew my mind because you would you would talk to the other managers, and there wouldn't be an issue. I mean, Ryan, and they would agree. They would be like, "Yeah, that bitch is crazy." Right, <laughs> and and the other assistant manager started talking shit about him too. Like they would yeah. they would openly like. But they also wouldn't really have your back because then they were worried that it would come for them. Right. So, I mean, like one time and and Ryan and I I agree I should have been I I I had to be written up for this at this point. Like looking back on it, um there was a night we were really busy and the issue was is I as you, as you all should know, um I am quite loud. Uh so <laughs> when you're on the expo line, they okay. can hear everything you say. And it's awesome. It's <laughs> fajitas. Fajitas for table thirty six going up. <laughs> uh, but it just basically, I there were three of us. It was or no, there were four of us. It was me, Ryan. Who's the little fuck? Who's general? Who is the general manager at Hillsborough? Antonio. Oh wait, the kid. Um, he was a. Oh my God, Justin. 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 Paul. Justin. Bustin' Justin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, um, it was me, Joey, Bustin' Justin, and Ryan. And Justin couldn't figure out how to get a dessert out or something. He's like, I need this for my table. I need I need the cream sauce. And I said, drove me up a wall. I said, Justin, just come on the plate and give it to your customers. That was a joke. Spencer, that's so foul. <laughs> and, and Ryan goes, you're off the floor. You're done. You're <laughs> so, done for the so evening. Well and I said, "What? What do you mean, Ryan?" And I was like, "Like I, I had never been disciplined. What do you mean? What do you? I had never been disciplined by this man before because I thought Ryan was my homie. Like Ryan and I, like genuinely, like got along. And he pulled me up to the office, and we yelled at each other for an hour. Like, and I had never like yelled at a manager before, but like we went at it for an hour, and he. Uh, the next night, um, he, he, I mean, like he, he wrote me up and the next night I came in and I think he didn't have any servers or something like that. And I just like, I helped him out and he's like, <laughs> Spence, you saved my ass tonight. I'm not going to write you up for coming on a plate. And I was like, got you, Ryan. And I would always like make like slight jokes about it. I'd be like, Ryan, I need to come on a plate for table 42 or something like that. And he'd just be like. Be like, I'm gonna write you up again. Don't do that shit. And um, yeah, so I loved, I loved pushing power at those restaurants. But um, Ryan was great. Ryan's a great human being, and I hope he's doing. I, Ryan would be a good guest for this podcast. Um, we worked with so many great people at Chevy, so I think that's why we all stayed for so long. <laughs> too uh, long. Too long. It was like at that restaurant, any sane person would work there for three months and be like i'm done with this this is so i mean everything okay my nip just hurts your nips hurt my nips hurt on it you just gotta tape them or something like that with duct tape right no isn't that what you do what anyways 
Uh, <laughs> Continue. Isn't that like? Nope. No, sometimes like you ever go in an aquarium before? So like I've gone in aquariums before, and this might have just been when I was a little boy and I just had sensitive nipples. You gotta tape your nips to go to the aquarium. Yeah, like I went to the nipple like. <laughs> nipple salon I went to the nipple salon no I went to the aquarium one time and I think like water was like and I had really sensitive nipples and I was like <laughs> oh this God, really hurts sir. and I was like God this is terrible but anyways um, I basically so J- we, we, we all got along really well and it got to the point I mean when I turned 21 you actually you got hired right when I got 21 and no you turned 21 at 6 my dude oh I did that's right. Do I did it. turn. Spencer's tw- really bad at timelines. So just I really on. am. I I don't have Dave my time. Dave and I lived together. together for four years. Dave and I lived <laughs> together. It's been a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just here to roast Spencer. You should be. You should be. That's the point of this podcast yeah. is the roasting Spencer hour too. Uh, but we we got along really well with everyone, and there was a group of us. It was me, you, Dylan. Oh, Dilbert. Dilbert, Dylan, love you. Um, who else do we have? It was Biff, Tia- Biff, Tiana, Danielle, Danielle, Auntie Olivia. Auntie Auntie Olivia didn't hang out with us. No, but I love that woman. Auntie Auntie Olivia, uh, bartender, OG bartender, great bartendress. Bartendress Queen. Megan. Megan was the best bartender. Oh my god, yeah. Megan was more than a bartender. Megan was a therapist. <laughs> Megan was like, you would go to Megan for anything, and she would sit down and talk to you about it. And she would, mm-hmm. she had such a pot because she was also like spiritualistic, and she was like, uh, just a wholesome woman. She exactly, she was wholesome. She was like the definition of wholesome. And mm-hmm. um, she made Chevy's better. She did. She did make Chevy. She she made Chevy's great again. And Shut the fuck up. Do you, Jason told me that one time. He's like, we're going to make Chevy's great again. And I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Oh, I my was God. I'm going to throw up and get written up again. <laughs> get written up from the grave. <laughs> uh, but he – I'm trying to think who we hung out with. So it was me, you, Dylan, Biff. Joey. Joey would come along sometimes. Hatton. Ernesto. Hatton. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. Hatem, what a guy. Ernesto. Sanders. Okay. Sanders. Did Sanders ever come along on any of our binges? Any of our binges? I don't think so. Maybe not. But, but anyways, so basically my apartment, I got an apartment for the first time and it was, it was, it was cool. Like I was like, I had my own place. I was like, this is dope. I'm going to have a party. It was foul. It was gross. It was the grossest thing I've, I've ever been in such a gross apartment. So, but not Spencer's fault, though. It wasn't. So I lived with. So we're going to go more off topic oh, here. So I lived with a gentleman who was. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> I lived. So. So the, basically. The Wiccan? Was he a Wiccan? Um, yes, he was. And we. <laughs> 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 so. So I, my dad, and so my dad, mom, and my therapist and I agreed that I needed to move out at that point because um, I was 19 and I just, everything was just kind of chaotic in the house. So I went on Craigslist to find a roommate and I met this gentleman and he basically was this 30-year-old dude who lived in this apartment about the, the next town over. Don't cut my computer. 
uh, <laughs> but he was he was like the definition of a man child like you walk in and there was like oh my god it was it was so f- I kid you not when you look down at the floor and you you couldn't see the floor like it was there was there was trash on the floor it was like shit stained carpet yes like exactly there were there were like shit stains <laughs> all over the carpet blood who knows what oh yeah i mean there had to be blood it had to be blood at some point and he he um was only living there for six months uh he said that that bad in six months oh he was that bad before like i think i when i went into that apartment like i'm not that clean now like you can see my apartments like i mean it's a boy apartment but like oh my god god did why not did you move in there so it was cheap it was like 500 bucks a month and i was like like now we pay we pay like 800 bucks a month for this apartment yeah, like for 500 dollars yes i will live with this like crazy each. dirty wiccan baby child right man. i mean it looked like a good deal i was like i was like i can deal with this and the deal he basically stranger off of craigslist yeah stranger off of craigslist um like 12 years older than me <laughs> 12 years older than me he just um and I moved in, and I, I started. I was I was very open and positive. I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm going to basically just ride this out. And three days into it, he sits me down and he's like, "Are you religious?" And I said, "No, I'm I'm spiritual. I believe in. I I think there's a power there. I think there's an energy there that if we need it, we can call upon. We can basically." it will be good it's if you need help and i said well what about you and he said well i'm a practicing wiccan and i was like fucking of course of <laughs> course i move in with a practicing wiccan and i at the time and i i didn't know and and now now i understand more i mean i know people i i, I still don't get it i honestly still don't get it but he basically um got I'm trying to think he he I I said what what does that entail and he brought me to his room and he had first of all his room was foul and I moved into that room after and I literally scrubbed it clean for like two days like I kid you not I scrubbed that fucking floor for like two days and it was gross and like my mom was like you got to clean that because there's probably gross shit all over the toilet (laughs) and like whatnot and sacrificial wicked sacrificial and he had shrines and he had shrines and it wasn't like i don't know like he had shrines to like greek gods like he had shrines to like no it was different gods from like different cultures like he had poseidon and then he had um i don't know like some other like egyptian gods or something like that and i just basically said okay this is cool and i i said are the stains on the carpet from like your sacrifices or something like that? And he was like, no, I don't do, I'm not a demon worshiper. I don't do that. Um, and I said, Oh, cool. I said, are do you practice spells? And he was like, yeah, I practice spells. And I'm like, are they bad spells? I was, I was like, (laughs) I I went home and I told my parents all of this. And, uh, Matthew was in the room and Matthew goes, if you don't pay your rent on time, is he going to walk by your car and go, Ooga booga. <laughs> like cause your tires to pop. And I was like, I was like, no, I don't think he's gonna do that. 
Um, so he was a Wiccan. I think in my mind at the time, I was just thinking like Satanist. Right. And I think that's what everybody's mind goes to because mm-hmm. you see, but I mean, like the witch. Yeah. Like Now I know more about like what a Wiccan is and it's not as scary as I thought at the time. Right. We live, it, we live in like, Portland and it's I like, okay, this is a normal thing. And um, he, he basically, and he would go on these tangents and just, just like kind of like what I'm doing right now, but they would make like less sense than mine. Uh, but he, he would just, and he didn't like, like our general manager, he didn't get social cues. And there was one evening where, and he would, and he would go away to his girlfriend's house who lived about like 40 minutes away and just stay there. And he would be there for the weekends and, this was the usual thing, so I would always have parties at the place when he – God, do you miss parties as much as me? Well, they weren't parties so much they as, were like, five people sitting on a couch. Fi- <laughs> Turn down for what? Uh, for <laughs> Spencer's dirty apartment. Spencer's <laughs> dirty apartment. Turn down for fucking what? 2017 edition. Exactly. Sit down on the couch. You get an STD. Um, <laughs> it's just – and we – I was planning to have, like – I don't know. We it was like seven or eight people that night. Um, when we played cards against humanities, exactly, and against humanity, against <laughs> humanity, and uh, basically, um, I was I was cooking chicken wings in the kitchen, cooking, cooking, cooking chicken wings in the kitchen, frying chicken wings, cooking or frying, frying, I said hooking, fucking chicken wings. I was doing that too, <laughs> um, and. Making a nice garlic parmesan sauce with that, but um. <laughs> was that the night Savannah made mac and cheese and was eating it out of the pot, or was that a separate occasion? Savannah can't cook. Savannah doesn't well, know how to cook. Someone made mac and cheese. It was me, probably. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so I was I was frying chicken wings, and then the door opens, and I'm like, "Hello, is that is that somebody else?" and he was like, nope, it's me, it's Mike. And um, I was like, I, I literally, I said, what are you doing here, dude? <laughs> I was like, and he's like, I, I live here. What do you mean? And I said, but why are you here? It's Saturday. You should be at your girlfriend's. And he was like, no, we, we decided we're going to um, be at our apartments this weekend. And I was like, and he's like, are you doing something? And I said, yeah, I'm having people over. And he's like, is it an issue that I'm here? And I said, yeah, a little bit, man. And he just was like, oh, I won't be – I'll be fine. I won't bother anyone. And I said, okay, that's fine. And he would sit – he had this – and this is this is like a – this is like um, when you go into a museum and you see, like, the main attraction. Like, you'd see, like, a rock that's, like, been there for, like, a 1,000 years or something, like, 10,000 years. He had this green, gross recliner oh in the corner – that and this dude would like i'm i'm fat but this dude was like oh my god like and he would he'd take his shirt off and he'd sit in this recliner and i don't know how old this recliner was but it 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 literally you could see like his sweat outline on this recliner it was so foul so he sits his ass in the recliner and everybody starts coming over everybody's kind of smoking everybody's drinking and he we were like, okay, let's play a game. And we started playing Cards Against Humanity. And all of us were on, like, another level than him. All of us were, like, I don't know. We, we were all, like, 
at six or sevens and he was at like a one like not didn't have anything to drink at all and he i i remember it was somebody's turn and he kept getting mad that we weren't playing the game that's the point of the game you play you drink whatever with friends and your kids you like carried off topic right because it's funny when you start talking about funny things that are related to it and it's just like how the game goes right as as it should he did not like that he did not like that and he was basically um just getting mad over it and i i and then our friend focus on the game yeah focus focus on the game whose turn is it get your head in the game here (laughs) like um and we just I, I i just kept looking at him like are you joking like what what do you mean and um like chill the fuck out like dude you you, you like it, it, if you have a roommate and he has people over and you sense that there's something uncomfortable go go sit in your fucking bedroom don't don't sit there and try to conversate with everyone and like if if you sense that and I, I like I I am very open like if he talked to people but like no he sat in the corner and he was quiet the whole night and I was just like go sit in your room like don't I obviously didn't it say was it. awkward to say the it least. was very awkward and then um, I remember somebody sold weed in front of him and he talked to me the next day and he said he said no he actually went to Washington the next day. Or something like that, because I was just so over him. And he he uh, came back like three days later, and he was like, you know, I don't really appreciate people drug dealing in my apartment. And I was like, okay, it's weed though. And he was like, I still don't appreciate that. And I was like, okay, understandable, I get that. And then he was like, did you? He was like, did you really want me there at the party? And I said, no, I didn't you literally were so fucking awkward and i was i was so over this dude this he he just he didn't get social cues i mean he meant well i i i hate being like negative to people but you just like you don't get it like it's it's like everybody else is like 10 years younger than you and you just you're sitting there in the corner being quiet on your phone and then getting mad at us when we're all drunk and playing cards against humanity and you're sober. <laughs> like, what What are you doing? Like, it was funny. It was, it was a hoot and a half. It was, it was just an absolute gem. It was a delight. But Funny times in our lives. Funny times in our lives. So, anyways, we would get drunk with this group of people. And it started kind of interfering with our work life. And we would basically come in just hung over the next oh, day yeah, i worked like nine shifts a week exactly you would and and the amount of money you would make there it, it was just ridiculous and just chevy's was just such a shithole and you would basically shitties shitties um it was just such it was so terrible and they didn't i mean i it didn't respect you whatsoever and we it would we would just all start getting drunk at my apartment and then the next morning we'd go in and work and there was one evening <clears throat> where it was eight of us our my roommate wasn't there and thank god um and we all were just drinking and some people came over that i didn't know do you, how do you feel about people that like you don't know that just like come over to your place that like you like like you just invite someone over like let's say like i invited you over and then you're like 
yeah, my my four buddies are coming over right now. I mean, this summer I had friends over, our friends, and their friends came over, and my little brother was home, which they didn't know. So, but also like we were outside in the gazebo, and next thing I know, everyone disappeared. And turns out they were doing coke in my house, and my little brother was one room away. It's just like, don't just walk into a stranger's house and decide that you're gonna just go do drugs in their house i was like i don't care what you do but like not inside where my little brother is right exactly and so so like just and like these no one said anything to me they all just snuck inside and it was my house and i was like what in the hell yeah so so this so these dudes just come over to my apartment too and i think we were playing playstation or something and i remember they were like fucked up on some sort of pills and they took my playstation controller and i didn't get it like they were so fucked up that they thought the playstation controller was theirs and they took it with them what yeah exactly and was it from chevy's yeah from chevy's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um it, I, I ended up getting the playstation controller back but like just just like another example so we were all like drinking and it was like 2 a.m and i made a joke i said let's go to a strip club and everybody was like I think that was the night we were all like drinking Jameson. And, like, oh yeah. Bottle. Yeah, yeah, because there was like me and Dylan and um, Jessica ha- and Biff. Hat- and oh God, when Jessica Jessica was this little Latina woman who <laughs> just rowdy, rowdy, did not quit, and she just and she loved stirring up shit. Like she loved, she loved just like and talking took us to the hookah bar all the time. Oh yeah, hookah. Yeah, she she she. The queen. <laughs> <laughs> she'd always be like let's go to the hookah bar let's go to the hookah bar and just like that totally wasn't her accent no. but um it was, she, it was not i'm sorry i apologize <laughs> um she just we would we would go to the hookah bar by our house and um by my apartment and i i always thought hookah was gross i i never i don't know i I kind of think the concept's gross, like sharing a mouthpiece with, like especially now with COVID. They all give you your own mouthpiece. I know, like your own little butt plug mouthpiece, pretty oh much. Oh goodness! Like I, I know. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> so there's a strip club in Portland called the Golden Dragon. <laughs> Shout out Golden Dragon. It is the only 18 and up. Because we are all little babies, and you go to the club. So we we take an Uber, and this is at like. 4 a.m. I think because that was the only place open like we wanted to keep drinking like we we're already fucked up maybe it was midnight oh and then no, no I remember really late we went to the strip club like at a ridiculous hour was it 2 a.m. and we got back at 4 and we maybe. were up till 6 yeah I remember like finishing a bottle of wine at like 7 in the morning yeah yeah exactly so we 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 get get in an uber and before we get in the uber our buddy drank a bunch of red wine before we went out (laughs) and and he i remember we were all gonna go out and i was like it was like 2 a.m and i i like my sleep ladies and gentlemen when i have to work in the morning i like my sleep my sleep i am not i am such an old person i just like like if it's past like 1 or 2 a.m i'm just like i can attest to this yeah i just like danica knows like i just I just fucking I'm like I'm I'm done I'm I am done for the evening I want to go to bed except for that one time Spencer took a bunch of shots and the next thing we know he's laying down in front of the front door and then at some point we just see him slowly crawling his way to the bathroom. What that was is the only that? time I 
I don't know, like the one time you got fucked up and you were like, I'm never touching alcohol ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Was that, that wasn't the strip club night, was it? No, because I didn't get that trashed yeah. that night. I yeah, actually you was the most. No, and I I kept like making up lies. I was like, I have no money. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't. I can't waste my money. We all bullied some. And people. and Dylan was like, I got you. I'll pay for you. I'll pay for you. And um, so we go to the strip club. We all trek down there. It's like two a.m. and we're at the strip club, and it was just, I don't know, it was okay. It was it was interesting. Hatem and I got our couple lap dance. That's right, and I was really mad over that because I was like, I was like, I thought Hatem was like doing it out of spite for me or something like that, and then he was just like, no, I was I was fucked up, bro. I'm so sorry. Again, I'm gay. Exactly. Again, Danica's gay. This is not the first gay woman I fall in love with, but um, she basically, um, they got a couple's lap dance, and then we were going home. And Hatem threw up on the wall before we even left. Oh, my like. God. Yeah, I, I'm so off topic here. Yeah, so <laughs> so Hatem, basically, um, shout out Hatem. Uh, basically, he drank a bunch of red wine, and we were walking out the front door and of my apartment. And going this, to the Uber. Going to the Uber, and this dude just pukes all over just the wall of my apartment complex. Like, just... Just, right outside your door. just right outside my front door, and I was on the third story. So this dude just like puke, and it's like bright red, and it's like like <laughs> like it was so foul. And I I literally just like and I had red towels, thank God, but I just went and I wiped it up, and I just threw the mm-hmm. towel in the dumpster. And, and then we all just got in the Uber. Yeah, we all got in the Uber, and we trekked <laughs> out there, uh, and then we got back at like four or five. Some ridiculous. And stuff. I was just like, I'm going to bed. Well, then. No, actually, Hatem, like, took a stripper home with him, I think. Yeah, so Hatem and his buddies went off somewhere else, and we just... Um, with the stripper. With the stripper. With mm-hmm. the st- Her name was Onyx. Mm-hmm. I remember, because they wanted you to go with them, and me and Dylan were like, no, you probably <laughs> oh, yeah, shouldn't. yeah, they all wanted, yeah. Yeah, um, and so, and funny story, the next night, I actually hung out with Hatem. And we go to smoke with someone. And you know who's smoking with us? <laughs> Good old Onyx. Good old Onyx was in the car. And I had on my wristband from the night before. And I was hanging out with her. And we were talking. And I said, Onyx, I have to be honest with you. You gave me my first lap dance yesterday. <laughs> and he was like, no, Ernesto was there too. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that Ernesto's reaction to that the oh whole time? Oh, my God. Yeah, I just remember like we were all sitting around like the pole. And he's just like... <gasps> Like wide-eyed, like Ernesto, little kid in a Ernesto candy store. was this sweet little, just wholesome boy. Just like he always thought he Big was. Big boy. He was. Oh my god, the dude, dude had the tightest ass. Just like, <laughs> just like, just beefcake. He was Beef- just like such a sweet little boy, but like a big, strong. Like yeah, he was a, boy. <laughs> he was like he was like a twelve-year-old in like this like. Thirty-year-old ripped, jacked body, like <laughs> he was just. But he was like well, younger than us. But he was just like jacked, and he just when he got his first lap dance. Oh my god, it was the funniest yeah. fucking thing in the world. But um, I forgot Ernie was there. That Chevy's was, employee trip to the Chevy's employee trip, trip to the Golden Dragon, um, and we, um, yeah. So then we get home. Everybody kind of slept over at my apartment, and. Um, I woke up. I had a morning shift. I was supposed to open, and we I we all 
we're supposed to be at work the next morning and i was so tired because i was like and keep in mind i was still drinking wine at 7 30 a.m i didn't drink since like um i'm trying to think i literally just like didn't drink i just i just stopped drinking at some point so i wasn't hungover but um i slept in and i get a call from the kitchen manager antonio and he's like where are you at <laughs> and i was like spencer hey spencer you are supposed to open this morning and also not <laughs> that is so antonio <laughs> he was just he was this little antonio goat absolute goat of a manager um and i said oh antonio i got food poisoning last <laughs> night i'm so sorry <laughs> and uh, he's like oh can you get someone to cover you and i was like i was like oh, i'll try and i i just fell back asleep and i woke up like <laughs> two or three hours later <laughs> and danica was still sleeping in my apartment and we went and we got dutch and um and then and I went to work. You went to work. I worked work. at like 11 or 12. We all worked that morning. Everyone that went to the strip club went to work except Spencer. And he stopped drinking. He was the least hungover and the only one that called out. So, I'm such you know, a bitch. You know. I, I just wanted to uh, sleep. <laughs> I don't know why I cracked the cup. Uh, you know, naturally, we all went to work and everyone's like, where's Spencer? And we were all so pissed that he's the only one that called out. We're like, oh, you know, just being a bitch at home, not hungover. <laughs> Thinking he's hungover <laughs> while we're out all at work, dying, sweating, yeah, so hungover. And I was a rough shift because because <laughs> whenever someone would call out, they wouldn't like call anyone else in because they'd be like, yeah, fuck it. And Sundays were always the worst days, so I really didn't want to yeah, work. Yeah, it was a Sunday, huh? Sundays because Sundays you'd get the church crowd, and oh it would be like people of like fifteen who'd be like they'd walk in on a whim and they'd be like, can we get a party of fifteen right away? And you'd just be like. I had a party of 11 ones on Christmas that didn't tip me because I wouldn't honor their coupon. Christmas. Christmas. If you ever have a party, and this is after COVID, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever have a party of like eight or more, if you don't tip 20%, there's like a special place in hell for you. Like (laughs) there is, I have dealt with so many shitty people who have had like parties of 20 and they tip you not even 10%. Yeah. I don't care if the bill's $4,000. Like, if you don't tip 20%, like, go go fuck yourself. If you don't tip, if you don't tip at all, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Yeah. That's for, like, like takeout, you can do 15%. Like, 10, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Takeout, yeah. Takeout's okay. Um, but if you're at a restaurant and somebody serves on you, if you don't tip 20%, there's a special place in hell for you, bud. But, um, bud. bud. Uh, so, okay. So then Chevy's. Okay. So we went Golden Dragon, uh, Jason Farts. That's up on the board. Oh, yes. So, so Jason, yeah. One of the nights Jason wrote me up. Um, he was taking me up to the office and he stopped. And basically we had these stairs. We had these stairs going up to the office and he stops midway through and he, farts in like my fucking face <laughs> and so it's like three or four steps down <laughs> if i was if i was this age now i would have walked out i would have said go fuck yourself you're a piece of shit i can do better than this but because i was like, like n- grabbed a pocket and just like ripped him down i probably would have i probably would have done that that would have been oh my god he just like just i could have gotten pink eye and i could have been out of work <laughs> like that would have been so bad 
That's just like another kind of evil. Also on those those stairs, and Ernesto, I think that was him when he was serving a party upstairs, and he was the one that spilled that huge tray of fajitas and stuff. Do you know how many people would drop shit going up those stairs? <laughs> that was the most like stupid layout. It was like a narrow, scary staircase. So we had there was like forty pound fajita trays. Yeah. So so they would so basically the hot fajita trays and the cast iron the cast iron and there were only a few of us who could do three at a time and ernesto was the kind of guy where you could just like lightly make fun of him okay. be like big beefy boy yeah you'd be like hey you're a bitch if you don't carry three trays we up all the called stairs. him a piece of meat piece, <laughs> oh my you're a piece of meat. you could bounce like a quarter off this dude's <laughs> ass like i i could like we all like when he walked in and he would wear those like tight jeans like we'd all be like yo little homo here mm-hmm. but like you and got you knew he looked good yeah, like, and he was he was so like sweet and like innocent though. But yeah. he just, um, and at one point we just, um, so going up those stairs. I mean, I dropped shit going up those stairs. Um, I remember one night, and it wasn't even like they got up the stairs, but I remember. Uh, do you remember Bass? You met Bass a couple mm-hmm. times. So, um, it was me, Bass, Joey, and Colina one night. <laughs> Kalina was in heaven that night. She just fucking. Oh, I bet. Um, I oh God, she loved. She she hated the two of them, but she she kind <laughs> of. I don't know. She didn't mind Joey because Joey was cute. Joey was the cutest boy at Chevy's, but um, he just basically Bass was talking to Joey, and had the tray up on his shoulder, and I think he had three fajita trays. He had a party upstairs. He's like. Yeah, Joe, we're gonna go to the bar after, and we're gonna. And <laughs> there was there was this going to the tortilla place. There was like this like ledge that you would base. It was oh like yeah, the half wall. The half wall. It was a half wall that wrapped and around the tortilla. Machine. He was talking, and all of a sudden, <laughs> he fucking hits the wall, and the tortillas like or the fucking fajitas like fly in the in the uh, lobby. Right or the what was that area the <laughs> what was that area called in the lobby or the little the or the the courtyard the courtyard the courtyard yeah he had like three fajita trays and he hit the half wall and the fajitas just flew right over oh, and geez. Kalina did her one of many where she came out of the kitchen and she just looked at everything and she just she just smacked her forehead and just like walked <laughs> back in. And literally, like, Joey and I were, like, going to pee our pants. We were laughing so hard. And we just I just went and got a broom, and I sweeped everything up. Um, I remember one night where – I mean, Kalina was great, too. Kalina, Kalina actually, like, yelled at a customer over me once. Like, she um, – I had a party of eight in the back. I had, like, a couple of parties in the back during Father's Day. And Father's she'd Day always was, have your back. She would. She if if she liked you, she had baby, your back. Yeah. Like she, mm-hmm. um, and there was a party of like eight or nine. Or no, I had like five different tables. There was a party of eight or nine, and there was a there was this two top, and their two food top. was there was two top, and their party wasn't their food wasn't coming out fast enough. And she basic and they told me they were like, this is the worst service we've ever had. We're not getting our food, and I literally like was like. I was getting so frustrated and so upset, and I went to the back, and I told Kalina, and I started crying in front of her. And, like, this was the first time I cried in front of her. And I think she called me sweetheart, and she was like, she's like, sweetheart, I got this. And she literally went to the back and was like, chewed these motherfuckers out. And, like, she – and the people, like, said to me, they're like, this is the worst service we've ever had. And Kalina was like – Kalina basically was like, fuck them. She was like, 
fuck those two. They don't deserve any fajitas. They don't deserve jack shit. And she was like, you go sit in the cooler for a second. I got this. And she, I mean, she had your back. She, she. Yeah, if people complain like bullshit complaints, you'd go up to them and be like that kind of like very passive aggressive, like, oh, really? You're upset? Oh, oh that's so sad. Let me fix that for you. Let me just discount this <laughs> off 20%. And she'd fucking. Um, right. And then like, as soon as she was back in the kitchen, she'd be like, those motherfuckers. Yeah, she'd be like spitting their food, <laughs> fucking wipe your ass with the tortillas. Yeah. Um, there was one time I dropped something right at the tortilla machine too. I think it was I was doing Tico's and I was still hosting, and I dropped like a bunch of chips and salsa. Yeah. And she did love me because I was like anybody else, she would have screamed at, but she's just like, it's okay, go back to the stand, and she cleaned it up for me. Yeah, and she <laughs> like she'd get frustrated and she'd yell at you for a second, but. I mean, as long as she got her coffee when she came in, that was. Oh yeah, I learned to just get her coffee brewing first before she even got. And um, one night, actually, um, or one afternoon, it was me, Ryan, Kalina, and then another manager who worked there. I don't even remember her name because she was just such a. I didn't even consider her a manager. She was like. Spencer matched with her daughter on Tinder. Oh, yes. So <laughs> I matched with this woman's. This she was our manager. She was our manager. And I matched with her daughter on Tinder. And her daughter sent me pictures of her boobs. And I go into work one day. And I'm just I'm just cleaning up the expo line. just, And she goes, you know, you matched with my daughter off Tinder. This is also right when I get to work, too. And, and I said, what? And she was like, yeah, you matched with my daughter off Tinder. And I said, what's her name? And she told me her name, and my face kind of like went white. <laughs> and like, Kalina, Kalina was like sipping her coffee, and she goes, she was like drinking. And Danica like walked into. I the just got to work, and like, I'm pretty sure I was like stoned or something, so I was just really out of it. And I'm like making my coffee, whatever. All the managers and Spencer behind me like talking, and I'm kind of like half listening to just, I don't know, this Tinder story, whatever. They're all just like making fun of Spencer, and I'm just like half asleep and. Kalina just looked at me and goes, well, I got to go, Tinder boy. And she <laughs> went out I woke off. right up and I whipped around and I was like, did you just call him Tinder boy? And I got so embarrassed. And um, yeah, that's what Danica calls me yeah. all the time now. I'm just Tinder boy. Uh, so, but yeah, Chevy's was, um, I uh, mean. Hoot and a half. <sighs> did we talk, po- oh God. Oh yeah. Did we talk about the kitchen guys? Yeah, they called you Poyo. We still got Spencer's Expo Edible. <gasps> That's a and better Halloween. St- we gotta end it with Halloween. Okay, so so um, we basically so the guys in the kitchen barely spoke any English. I mean, they they could speak enough English mm-hmm. to where they could communicate well, mm-hmm. but any anything other than that. Well, some of them spoke English, while some just totally didn't. Yeah, and I think some of them did speak English, but they didn't. Yeah, like Jose spoke good English. Jose Marcos Froilan. Not Froilan. Well, Froilan I don't know. Froilan spoke good English with me. So they basically started teaching me Spanish because I was I was the little boy at Chevy's. Or so Spencer thought. Or so I thought. And they would they would start teaching me like Spanish. And there was one evening we had this dishwasher who was always methed out. He was just always on some drug or something like that. And Is that I the white guy? No, no. That white guy didn't – I don't know what happened to him. He just he just vanished. But it was um, Efrain. Efrain. You never met Efrain. Yeah, I don't Thank God. 
um Efrain used to like grab Dylan's ass too when he would like <laughs> drop off his dishes and he'd like sexually harass him. Dylan had like the worst time with that guy. Dylan, Dylan, yeah, Dylan, yeah, geez, yeah, Dylan, if you're listening to this man, yeah, we miss you. Love uh, you. Love you. Kisses. <laughs> Besitos. Uh, so, Efrain, one night, I was dropping off my dishes, and it was like the end of the night, too, and <coughs> Efrain, I don't know, this dude was just always methed out, so he never made any sense, and he was calling me, like, Bebe for a little bit. Otto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Otto. That's bad. They called me Hoto for a while. They'd go, Hoto Pizze Pollo! And then, like... Just very, very rude. Yeah, and, and yeah, very, very rude. Um, and basically, um, one night, Efrain started calling. He goes, Hola Pollo. And, <laughs> and the <laughs> other kitchen guys heard it. And they were like, gay? And they were like, and he was like, uh, Tu necesito es, es pollo. And... <laughs> So they to what? is to oh not to nest to to nombre to nombre to nombre is pollo and so the kitchen guys started calling me uh pollo and then they were calling me pollita which i found out meant little fat fucking chicken it just means little chicken oh it didn't what oh no um mark not marcos but Jose started calling me little fat fucking chicken for Jose some reason. Mean, Jose, man. when I when I Jose actually gave me because my Spanish was so bad, he went to his car and he got a learn Spanish in ninety in thirty days thing for me because oh he said my Spanish was <laughs> so bad. He gave me one of those. If you piss that man off, he'd go and heat your plate up extra hot so that you burned your fingers. Oh my god, these the dudes, line. these dudes would literally to fuck with no. you. They would put your shit and they would heat it up extra hot because they knew when you're running like around. Thinking. Degrees, and yeah. Like, oh no, it's not hot. You can grab it. You don't need a. You don't need a mitt. And then you. I mean, I. I'd burn my hands so. And they do it on like purpose with me too. Oh, like, yeah. like all the time. And they would start teaching me Spanish, and I would always like. I don't know. They loved. They loved fucking with. Like the one night, like, and I would go behind the grill too. They hated it when I went behind the grill and like started like cooking. Like I would just like make like tacos or something like that. <laughs> and one night Jose came around the corner and he goes, "Hey, <laughs> piche pollo!" And he he grabbed the tongs. He came up and he fucking pinched me in my gut. And then Marcos <laughs> came up behind me and he started like punching me. Oh yeah, me. I remember I came into the kitchen. I was <laughs> on the other side of the line. I just saw Spencer getting beat up by two. <laughs> scared and like these people oh were just like God. laughing at it was like watching like <laughs> monkeys fight at the zoo and just like everybody was just like laughing like oh look yeah. at him he's just kidding <laughs> it was just like um yeah. and then there was beer mondays were you ever there for i wasn't mondays? there for beer mondays so beer mondays were like mondays were like the least people worked like there was only a few of us and it was always the same people so it was like me lorenzo tapia um Roylan in the kitchen and that might have been it, honestly, but the cooks would bring a bunch of beer to work and keep it on the line. And then when it got late enough that, like, the restaurant slowed down and the managers went upstairs, they would just start pouring beer in, like, little kitty cups and start calling us back to the line, like, one by one, being like, it's your turn for a cup of beer. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'd go back there and I'd be told, chug this kid cup of beer, and I would do it. And that was Beer Mondays. 
Yeah, and then, I mean, there was one evening, and I, I actually loved working on the Expo <laughs> line because I loved, even though, like, they hated me, I loved just fucking going back and forth There was them. something so satisfying about Expoing there. Because it was hard, but, like, yeah, because, it was just like, yeah, oh, I cleared oh, that Oh, one. on the nights where it was fucking shitty in the front, like, mm-hmm. there was one night I walked into work, the restaurant was full, and I looked at Cleaner, I'm like, can I please Expo tonight? And she was like, <laughs> bet, do it, go. <laughs> we need an Expo. Um, and there was one evening that it was, it was pretty chill, and this is when I was, like, experimenting with uh, pot at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she... Apparently, and, I was Spencer's downfall with the weed. I mean, I started smoking more with you. I mean, we had we we, we had such fun together. I mean, <laughs> we we still we don't smoke anymore now. We're both we're both sober two so, weeks. sober Sandra's. Yeah, you're two weeks, and mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a good month and a half. But um, we basically uh, <laughs> so one evening I had some edibles, and these weren't like extra strength. I think they were like I don't know ten or twenty, but like that's still a lot for when you're starting out and. We were, I thought it was going to be a pretty dead night, and I was expoing, and expoing is pretty easy. All you have to do is just make sure you have the pico on the beans, and the beans, and the rice, and the the mojitos, like fajitas, tortillas, yeah, and that you're making tortillas, and that you call fajitas when your ticket's ready, and exactly garnishing your plate. Yeah, so you're just basically like prepping everything to get it ready to go, and uh, food and shit. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do an edible before this shift because <laughs> it's going to be dead. It's not going to be that busy. And I take this edible and I offered Danica some of it. And Danica was like, I'm good. And um, so. I said it just like that. Just like that. And I I was expoing. So I was starting to get a little high. And basically the tickets started coming in more and more and my food just started slowly getting more and more fucked up yeah that's exactly and and the food just was uh, it was just coming out more and more and i was like <laughs> oh man this it is getting sh- busy it was getting busy it was like a friday night with dingus the dingus hour with <laughs> spencer Bozini. um and i just kind of i was like oh shit this is bad and ryan comes around the corner and mm-hmm. goes why is it taking so long Master Ryan. Master Ryan. And I looked at him and I said, I'm stoned. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> it was our manager. It, it was our manager. And Ryan's like, are you joking? And I was like, no, I'm not joking, Ryan. And he was like, like get the fuck out of the way. He was like, fuck. <laughs> he's like, all right, bud, we're going to get through this. And I think he literally said that. And he's like, we got this. And for two hours, Ryan and I, ex- more Ryan than me, but like Ryan. <laughs> just cheered him on. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Ryan. He was like, he was like, you run. I get the food ready. I was like. Uh, bet got this we'll we do this and we literally like i don't know how we got through that but like ryan and i we literally got through that and um i'm blessed for that and then another evening (laughs) that i had the expo that i was actually i smoked it i this is like one of my last evenings there um was halloween and halloween was (laughs) so dead and i literally first of all i think spencer asked everybody if we were all dressing up Yes. I was like, we all should dress up. And I thought everybody was going to dress up. Like, I literally was like, everybody's going to dress up. And, like, Kim dressed up. And, um. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, like, a little schoolgirl outfit or something? Yeah. She was, yeah, it was her little schoolgirl outfit. I wasn't there to work there. I was sad. But, um, I thought everybody was going to dress up. So, I got, 
um, I went to a Halloween store. I got this big fake gold chain. <laughs> I got some Run DMC glasses. I got an Adidas track suit. <laughs> the money chain. With the money chain. Yeah, it was the money chain. And I slicked my hair. I remember using so much gel in my hair. And was th- it this in your hair? It was like bleach blonde, like yellow blonde too? No, this was after. I think this is when I had the um, the kind of the man bun thing going on. Do you remember when Jessica braided my hair? Mm-hmm. It was it was that time, I think, too. Hmm. So I, I rolled up to work, hair greased back <laughs> in these shades, and nobody fucking dressed up. <laughs> Spencer <laughs> walks into work looking like, like a, you know, Italian mobster, New Yorker pimp dude. Yeah, like. and, and Danica and Ryan are just laughing. <laughs> at me in the corner (laughs) they're just laughing at me in the corner and i just was like i was like i was like (gasps) no he thought that like we did this on purpose like to like trick him yeah i i did and i and in reality we just like didn't remember or care to wear costumes yeah exactly i just i just realized i was like okay this is i'm just stupid but spencer was really mad at me and all of us i was i was i was super mad um I, I don't think I talked to anyone that whole night. Nope. Um, <laughs> and it was so dead. And I was like, fucking. I felt so bad. I was like, fucking cut me. Put, let, let me go for the night. I was like, this is so <laughs> fucking stupid. And, um, but Ryan, yeah. So I, I just didn't. Yeah. It I was, believe that was the night you went home and shaved your head. That's right. That's right. Because I was so mad. And I was like fucking over my hair at that point. Because I think. And he was like, fuck everybody. Yeah, I was like, I was like angsty. I was like, fuck everyone. I was like, I'm gonna shave my head. And I came in the next, came into work the next day with a shaved head. And Ryan's like, nice hair. And I was like, thanks, appreciate it. And um, Spencer meltdown. Yeah, first Kanye meltdown I had of many. Um, and then it grew out a little bit, and I dyed it bleach blonde. Mm-hmm. Savannah actually dyed it bleach blonde. She, uh, what a what a gem, what a gem. But um, and then. I left Chevy's because I was just like, this is stupid. This is this is not what I need. And I went over to another restaurant called Twigs where I met David. And then you were at Chevy's for another – you were there till it closed. So yeah. I was there – I think I left in August and it closed in October. And you left like December before. Ah, Yes. So I believe you left in December 2017, and I didn't leave until, like, July 2018. Yeah, because I started at Twigs uh, August 3rd. Yes. So Danica called me, and... um, Like, I just walked out of Chevy's. I walked out of Chevy's, (laughs) and I said, I am so proud of you. Um, So I got her an interview at Twigs, and... Three days after. Three days after, and she got hired immediately. I mean, I told... Pretty much, this was the manager that was sleeping with the lady, so I was like, you gotta hire her. She's so just... And he literally, Dave was like, so, I didn't think I was gonna hire you because you're Spencer's friend. (laughs) So I had no faith in this interview. But, you seem really cool, so, uh, start Friday? (laughs) And that's That's how how that went. Yeah, and he followed me over there, and then, uh... And Savannah had followed you, too. Savannah followed me, too. All three of us. Savannah will be on the podcast at some point here, she's... Mm -hmm. She's a wild child. She's the wild. She is Danica and I's daughter, uh, but she's just love of my life, my little Gemini. Yes, little Gemini baby. Um, but she 
yeah she followed me over and she was a host um but yeah and twigs was you weren't there for was i don't know what what how do you feel about twigs me um that shit was crazy but honestly like i mean the company sucked and there was a lot of things that were really shitty and just like crazy about it and like that shouldn't be like a professional workplace but honestly despite all that crazy psychoticness of that place that was one of the happiest times of my life yeah like we 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 met so many lovely people and it's like i worked with all my best friends and yeah like we're still close with everyone we all made great money there yes we all made fantastic money like Um, thinking back like that's one of the like (laughs) of my life we just had a great fucking time yeah and we just i mean we again we did get away with so much and um i mean when the new manager came in um i mean they were even looking for supervisors and i remember i was like oh i want to be a supervisor so bad and i think danny was danny was only there for like i don't know three or four months or something like that and she just they just gave it to her they were like (laughs) yeah you're 10 times more responsible to spencer you can absolutely (laughs) have this i was the only server that was there yeah and i just um and then dave dave was the cook supervisor i was a server supervisor and then it was all the bartenders i think yeah yeah and spencer was mad at me for a while yeah i'm I'm a salty motherfucker (laughs) i was so salty and then i just kind of like I've just realized in the past few years, I'm like, I can't, I can't be like that anymore. It's just ridiculous. Like be happy for your friends. And yeah. The amount of times that you've been pissed at me. <laughs> I know it's, it's ridiculous. Like I'm just, I'm just so, I, I get so aggravated sometimes and I've just kind of, I don't know. I've, I, I've literally just like had to lay off the gas cause I've realized it just like <laughs> does more like harm than good just to be like mad. And, um, I don't know. I mean, you've always been there for me. It's just like, it's been goofy. It's been a goofy. It's been very goofy. It's been very goofy, but now we're good. I mean, yeah. you're you're hanging out with me tonight. You're recording this with me tonight, so apparently, 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 apparently. But um, one thing I want to ask you because I want to I want to make sure that I get this on all the podcasts now, Danica. So, <clears throat> if you were, let's say, let's say you're on a boat and you and you and you crash. Let's say the boat crashes. Mm-hmm and and you wake up and you're this cruise there was a celebrity on this cruise it was like starlighted by them and only you and the celebrity survived who would the celebrity kate be? mckinnon kate mckinnon very good okay why would why would it be kate mckinnon because i love her you love her she's a cutie she's funny yeah she's a genius i agree yeah i mean she's very I think coming, I mean, I think she was in the new Ghostbusters, right? With the mm-hmm. little ladies that everybody hated. Yep. But, I mean, she she's pretty funny. She's yeah, I mean, who can play all those nasty Trump white male, like, Donald Trump's dudes? That's right. She does she do that. She plays all the, like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. <laughs> uh, does she play Rudy Giuliani? I think. Is she Giuliani? I think she plays Rudy Giuliani. Did you see? Did you see the weekend? I think she also plays uh, Lindsey Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I might oh. be wrong on that one, but she plays like all of those guys. Did play. you see Giuliani this weekend? Uh, oh my god! With the hair dye, just, like, bleeding, and just everyone was like, "It's black blood." <laughs> did you see the? Did you see the even worse thing when Giuliani was? St- he had the stuff dripping down his face, 
and then he took a handkerchief out of his pocket and he sneezed into it <gasps> and he folded it onto the onto the side where the boogers were exposed Ew. and he wipes <laughs> his face and then he wipes his mouth and then he like he I, it was so fucking foul like that's just fuck rudy giuliani first off first I just, like want to know what goes through that man's head like when he watches himself like Oh, he's delusional. I mean, like, I mean, do they watch themselves after like the replays or like, are they aware of these things? Like, I, I, I don't know because <laughs> I mean, he like the, the thing on, I mean, did you see the second Borat that just came out? Yeah. So he was, there's a scene that, so Borat has his daughter there during the, um, or his so-called daughter there. And his daughter is this like right wing like interviewer so this is it's all it's all staged first off so um and his daughter they like dress her up they give her like fake boobs to make it look like this and so she's interviewing him and giuliani's like openly like flirting with her like the whole time and just like calling her and i think he knew like i hope he listens to this podcast dude rudy if you're listening to this man (laughs) come on the podcast i'd love to have you anytime rudy but fuck you rudy giuliani um he basically and and he um they went into another room together and he said let's have a drink or no before that he said i want to know where you're staying right now give me your phone number and then they said let's go have a drink in the other room and they were filming this you, you should watch this because it's so wild it's so it's like the it's like the climax of the movie like this is like how fucking and so they're taking the he's taking the microphone off of her and he just like sticks his hand down his pants and Borat comes in the room and he's in like um he's in like a bra and like panties and like no sleep with me sleep with me <laughs> he's just like and Giuliani, Giuliani's like ah what the fuck and he like gets up and he's like this is all set up this is ridiculous and he just and um and I think he um he laughs and Borat like yelled down the hall he's like if you leave without your golden shower uh <laughs> Trump's going to be very mad uh, and it's it's that's probably not it and I'm sorry if I butchered that but um it, he's just such a gross human being and I I look at all those people as just these gross just like like emperor palpatine like human beings like yes like good good delusional delusional and um I mean like our president won't even accept the fact excuse me not our president but like he, he doesn't even like accept the fact that like he's lost the race like he's still he's still arguing about that and that blows my mind and like every day it's 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 pathetic but cry about it cry <laughs> exactly cry about it and but um i mean other than that um i think she body spray oh that's we're gonna that's the ad so uh we are we're yes uh as as i stated earlier uh we are sponsored by coochie body spray and i'm proud to work with them so coochie body spray spray. so uh yeah but (laughs) (laughs) other than that danny um and you actually have an etsy shop and you have that i do you do and you sell beautiful art and you sell paintings paintings, candles candles, and you have a bunch of gorgeous candles Mm -hmm. and they all smell fantastic um i mean you've shown me how Mm -hmm. you do it and it's absolutely adorable oh also danica is the 
mother of the cat. She's the mother figure for our cat's life. Mother of cats. Mother of cats. She is the mother of cats. She's the inspiration behind Igor. I have a shirt that says mother of cats. Mother of cats. So, um. Get it? Like a symbol? Yes. Are you scratching that? What are you doing, bud? Uh, <laughs> but my Etsy is art by Danny Q. Go support her. Go buy some candles. Buy it's some candles. the holiday candles. season coming up. It's the holiday season. Do do do. But um, yeah, I appreciate you coming on, Danny. This was great. I enjoy catching up with you and um, having having a few shots with you. So I'm sure we'll go have some more now. But uh, <laughs> other than that, Danny, uh, I appreciate you coming on the Dingus Hour, and uh, I appreciate you all listening to this. And I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you.